0: We أكبر الله the أكبر. the Muhammad, الرسول الله. أشهد أن I will witness that Muhammad, the We are على
1: ونشهد ان محمدًا عبده ورسوله اما بعد قال الله سبحانه وتعالى بعد اود بالله الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ومن احسن قول ممن دعا الى الله وعمل الصالح. وقال انني من المسلمين صدق الله العظيم وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم فوالله لا يهدي الله بك واحدا خير لك من حمر النعم. قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم الحمد لله We sit here with that concern for deen. A man will say, I need this, I need that, I need this and that. But many a time it's not need, it's greed, it's a desire. And now man further feels now, I need to satisfy that desire. But in order to accommodate the desire, sometimes the man goes to the length of changing deen. Whereas one of the greatest needs right now is to sacrifice the desire and preserve the deen, the original. We are so fortunate. We have the original with us, real, actual. It's just a matter of preserving. Desire, it's example. Wild beast just wants freedom. Don't tell me what to do, how to do, when to do. Just leave me to my desire. And the man who moves on desire, he's heading for destruction. Allah loves us. Allah has mercy on us. Allah gave us something called intelligence. Under the reasoning, understanding of intelligence, that desire is brought under control. To a certain extent. But understand, intelligence is limited. It comes to a point and then full stop. Can't think further. Whereas we have to reach Jannat, paradise. It's a long journey. We can't full stop, stop. We have to reach Allah. So that now we have the beauty of deen, divine guidance, Quran, sunnat. Now the person continues. So that intelligence now must come under the guidance of deen. This deen really speaking our protection. To understand the protection, simple example is given of the royal falcon. The royal falcon was enjoying a royal life in the royal palace, royal food. But unfortunately, this royal falcon every now and then used to peep out through the window, admiring the other falcons high in the sky. Freedom! So one day, no one was around. The royal falcon escapes. High in the sky, Freedom! In all of that excitement, the royal falcon hits into something, falls to the ground unconscious. Old man walking past sees poor bird, so he takes it home to look after. Now he doesn't know it's a royal falcon. First time he's seen so big bird, so he sees big wings and he thinks to himself, this bird doesn't look after itself, let me help it a bit. So he trimmed the wings, then he saw the claws and now he said, you really don't look after yourself, such long nails So he clipped the claws. Then he saw the beak. And he said, you naughty, you really don't look after yourself. So he cut the beak as well. Now while he was doing all of that, and with all good heart, sincerity, using his intelligence, he heard outside the royal soldiers shouting out, has anyone found the royal falcon? The old man got a shock. I got royal falcon here. So quickly he takes it, he opens the door, no one's there. He leaves it on the side of the road and he runs back in the home. And the soldiers see falcon, they grab it. They run to the palace. King, we found your royal falcon. And the king saw the condition of his royal falcon. So he teared. And by now the royal falcon was conscious and nice and hungry as well. So the king places some food down on the floor. The falcon now wants to come to eat. Opens the wings to fly. Only to realize my wings are gone and falls to the ground. So he hops and drops in front of that meat. And he throws his claws in to tear the meat. Only to realize my claws are gone. Then he bends down to eat, only to realize my beak is gone. Now the lesson, outwardly the royal palace seemed like restriction. In reality, it was royal protection. Our being sometimes outwardly seems restriction, restriction. In reality, is divine protection, protection. Now this royal falcon moved on desire, left the royal palace, out on desire. Outwardly it was freedom. In reality, destruction. A person moves on desire. He moves out of the beautiful laws of Allah, Sunnah of Nabi sallallahu alaihi For that temporary moment, he's feeling freedom, desire. In reality, destruction. And then the lesson of intelligence. You see, the old man, he was sincere. He had concern. But he just used his own intelligence. And he was thinking in that clipping... And that trimming and that cutting, he thought he was beautifying and grooming the falcon. But he ended up destroying that falcon. So at times a person means well. He uses in intelligence. What does he do to deen? He trims it. He cuts it. He dilutes it. He distorts it. He changes it. He rearranges it. He destroys it. He's sincere, but he uses his own intelligence, not realizing this intelligence needs to come under divine guidance, Qur'an, Sunnah. So one is, our deen is all-protecting. And you take it a step further, all-rewarding. Well, Ibrahim Devlasab, he gave the example more or less. The man is driving 150 in a 120 zone. He stopped, he's fined. That's the law of the country. All the law of the country and man can do is punish, full stop. You'll never ever get a law... That okay, you're a very good driver, you keep into the speed limit, there's a prize for you. No reward. The laws are to punish. No reward. But the beauty of Islam, naturally we do wrong, there's punishment. But every move of our life, Allah is rewarding us. Rewarding us. Our deen, all rewarding. Not just all rewarding, all rewarding even though we're not deserving. To understand that. Mullah Ibrahim Devlasab gives the example, the tailor. If the tailor sewed our clothing and says that I pay, you say, no problem, you sewed for me, there's the money, your service fee. But if the tailor sews clothing for himself and he tells you, pay up, you say, look, you sewed for yourself, there's no benefit for me, why should I pay? Now look at the deen of Islam, how beautiful. We are sleeping for ourselves, eating for ourselves, sleeping for ourselves. There's no benefit that Allah receives. But the man now, he eats with the right hand, drinks with the right hand, sleeps on the right side. There's no benefit for Allah, but Allah rewards us fully, rewards us fully, rewarding, though we're not deserving. So that's our deen, all protecting, all rewarding. Our deen is all complete. One is glad tidings, but there's a complete deen. What the glad tidings, they are warnings. Now to understand the beauty of warning, Ibrahim Salih Jisab gives the example. The man is in the highway and he's moving 220 and he doesn't know at the bottom of the road Mr. Policeman with his pretty camera is standing there. Now the drivers in the other lane, opposite lane, what they should be doing. If they are waving at the driver, brother you're doing a very good job, press a bit more, congratulations. Or are they to flash the light? Warning. Drop your speed. Is Mr. Policeman at the bottom. At that time, we'll really appreciate the one who warns us. Understand the language of love. Our deen, our sincere ulama at times will warn us. Stop. You are rushing into a sin. Destruction. Stop. It's out of love. Warning out of love. And to understand it even in deeper words, Olin Abdul Hamid gives the example, it's a gathering. Unfortunately, it's a mixed gathering. We all know men-woman mix is haram forbidden. Nevertheless, with that mixing, there's music playing, which is also forbidden. And to add to it, there's videoing, photographing, also forbidden. Nevertheless, with all the wrong that's happening, there's one man in the front, and he can see from behind, there's one big snake entering the gathering. If he says, look here now, they're all having a good fun over here. I don't want to spoil the fun. Let me remain silent. And he remains silent. And mashallah, the snake comes and takes a good few lives. And the gathering comes to know, this brother knew. And he didn't warn us. A warning. Understand the language of love. It's concern. It's not shouting. It's a warning. The man knew. He didn't warn. So the ulama will say, brother, come out of insurance. Come out of bank loans interest you had war with Allah there won't be peace in life now that warning it's emergency a person now can't speak in unclear words that uh, you know there's a human being and there's something called a snake and you know snakes are dangerous huh poisonous too and if you see one you know what must do but the time he completes his message you're trying to get across that snake already took lives a clear message has to be given at times understand the language of love it's a warning emergency. Now, if I say very politely and softly, my dear gathering, uh, there's a snake coming, you know, quickly. By the time I finish that sweet talk, few lives are gone. Brother, wake up and move. There's a snake coming. So that warning, it's concern. Understand the language of love. And we have to be so grateful. Till now, we have the sincere ulama. Out of love and concern. Time and again, they'll warn us. Understand the language of love. Unlike, you find the banu israel and allah informs us in the quran the banu israel sold their deen the jewish scholars they changed the command of allah for commercial gain if someone came for a ruling they told the person exactly what he wanted to hear provided he paid for it they sold their deen we're so fortunate we still have the sincere original onama that will give us the original what we need to hear what we need to hear so we have to be very careful who we listen to. It's our deen involved. Because when we buy a car, we don't go and buy a car because the hooter sounds very good. This car hooter is a very good hooter. So I buy the car. The hooter may be very good, but there's no engine where that hooter will take us. So sometimes because we're living in a times of entertainment, times of entertainment, we just want to listen to entertainment. We just want to listen to something rosy, fancy, flowery, glad tidying. But please, no warning. Became very selective, unfortunately. So the hooter, we don't buy the car for the hooter. What's the engine? So the man may sound very motivational, inspirational, a real thriller. But what's his engine? What's his heart? The man who's got Allah at heart will link us to Allah. You see, one is an entertainer. And you'll have a long list of them on the YouTube, social media. Entertainer. An entertainer, when he speaks, his main concern is a listener. I mustn't hurt anyone because I want the crowds. I don't want to lose anyone. Even if it means me changing Allah's commands, distorting Nabi sunnah, as long as I don't hurt anyone because I want the crowds, my main concern is you. That's an entertainer. On the other hand, you have a sincere speaker. His main concern is the deen of Allah. Thousands of hearts can break, but I'll never leave break a command of allah i'll never change a command of allah the sincere are not here to entertain and what's the end result of this whole show business you know you speak of oud one is original oud original concentrated you put one drop on you that fragrance is long lasting it's concentrated original on the other hand if we have a diluted fragrance we can empty the whole bottle on ourselves after a few moments there's no smell, it was diluted. A sincere speaker who's concentrated, Allah and Allah alone. The Sunnah of Nabi Karim, so that's priority. Concentrated. Now a few words from a sincere speaker who's concentrated. There's long lasting changes in the masses. On the other hand, you'll have an entertainer who's diluted. Diluted in dunya. His main concern is the numbers, how many hits I got, my following. But in all of that, leave him being diluted, he diluted deen as well. He diluted Allah's commands. He distorted nabi's sunnah because his main goal is uh, the people, not the creator. So in that diluted delivery, maybe it sounds flowery, but really speaking, the man himself is diluted. Deen is to change us. We are not to change deen. A time has to come in a man's life. He says, look, here you now, I had enough of entertainment. It's time I come on to treatment. Because when I go to a doctor, I don't ever say to a doctor, you doctor, you're a very boring doctor. Every time I come to you, you give me the same old boring brown syrup. Make it a pink one today, or blue one today. The doctor will say, look yeah, if you want entertainment, you go somewhere else. You want treatment, you come to me. A day comes in a sincere servant's life, he says, I'm tired of entertainment. It's time I come on to treatment. That's when Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he mentioned more or less. In fact, this was... One of the greatest concerns Nabi Muhammad had regarding his ummah, It was regarding every hypocrite who has the control over the language. In simple words, you know, the gift of the gab. Swing the crowds, outwardly very flowery, but in reality is empty. On the outside very sweet, but in reality is poison. A man's aqidah, his beliefs are corrupt. Sounds good. But we don't buy the kaf the hota. What's the engine? What's the belief? What's the connection with Allah? On the outside, a man may be quoting Arabic, Quran, Hadith. But in reality, it turns out to be misinterpretation, distortion, modernization. He changed the deen to suit the masses because his main game is Keep the numbers, the crowd. The day comes when we see too much of entertainment. Give me the original. I want Islam in its original, the real. I'm tired of slavery to my desire and my intelligence. It's time I surrender, hand over to my Creator, because I'm returning to Allah. Returning to Allah. Allah Taala gives the correct understanding, ability to practice, pass on to others. Wa alhamdulillah.